Welcome back to Keenan and Kel with Adam and Aaron. I'm Aaron. I'm Adam. And this week we are reviewing a very relevant episode for the times that we're in in 2020. The Cold War, episode 8 of season 1. Yes, I'm excited to get into this. And yeah, very relevant to the times that we are currently in. Yeah, I think the only main theme, I mean, besides all the political mumbo jumbo, uh, they did not touch on masks in this episode, which is the, the, <laughs> right. the hot topic of the year. Masks would have saved like everything. <laughs> <laughs> right if everyone had a mask on there'd be no episode everything in this episode would have been made better with some social distancing some uh some facial coverings um yeah but but we're gonna get into it and more so absolutely uh, do you have an intro for us i do i do an intro that's very near and dear to my heart all right let's listen in medicine is a noble profession Every day, doctors try to diagnose, treat, and heal patients with problematic conditions. They use their expertise to sift through symptoms, trying their best to get to the root cause of the condition. That's the intent, at least. While doctors prescribe medicine, they aren't the ones who make it. That happens within pharmacology. In recent years, the ills of big pharma have been exposed here and there causing some to question whether their intents lie more in bettering the population health or improving their bottom lines. Regardless, there's no doubt about the lucrative nature of pharmaceutical drugs. They make a lot of money. However diabolical the organizers behind the big pharma machine may seem, their intent remains pure. They want to heal people. They want to help. As the coronavirus continues to spread throughout the world, scientists are desperately looking for treatments and vaccines that will stop the virus in its tracks. They're looking for a remedy to COVID-19, a cure-all, something that will kill the virus all or most of the time. But making medicine takes time. It requires a lot of research, clinical trials, FDA approvals, the list goes on and on. Progress is slow. Perhaps these scientists could learn something from the exploratory Chicago native, Keenan Rockmore. While Keenan recognizes the devastation caused by the virus that is the common cold, he doesn't sit around and wait for a cure to fall into his lap. He goes on the offensive. He creates a medicine himself, a medicine that didn't require a sterilized laboratory, but a messy kitchen. A medicine that works. Let's just hope they don't forget to write down the recipe for the coronavirus vaccine when they come up with it. Wow, another another one for the ages. <laughs> that the, the that one was about medicine and and mm. like him making medicine and like I'm only going to touch on the pharma the corrupt pharmaceutical industry just a little okay. bit. But yeah. but um <laughs> but well yeah you're definitely on the same side as Keenan on this because he's very oh yeah yeah he's anti medicine yeah 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 he's like so, oh let's... those don't work okay we'll get there <laughs> yeah uh, after Coolio with the, our wonderful Keenan Kel theme song do you listen to it every every week this week was the first usually I do to set the mood but this week I just press skip I just uh. I just couldn't do it. Yeah, well, I I skipped it for a different reason because usually for these episodes I'll watch I'll watch it like twice, kind of one like you know yeah raw raw sitting and then another one where I slowly take notes. Uh huh. <laughs> this one it's been like a month since the last time we recorded, so uh, I watched this episode once with my girlfriend early on, once with you you and Rachel our sister. Yep. Yeah. And uh, just again recently just to really get close to our recording so yeah and it's i mean i think you could watch it every day with the <laughs> coronavirus happening i think it's, it's that relevant um <laughs> i agreed yeah and the uh it kind of talks a little bit about the dangers of of rushing medical treatments <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit um yeah. yeah the importance of the scientific process that's definitely in this episode too um for sure now you know, we have the intro here. They walk out on the stage, and Keenan is wearing the epitome of Keenan outfits. He's wearing a <laughs> white shirt with a, that has a black collar, a t-shirt, and it has the Wonder Bread logo on it. 
And over top of that, he has a denim vest, that big denim vest with those like giant denim pockets. And then he has the baggiest denim jeans. And it's, I just saw it and I'm like, and a gold chain, right? This is the perfect Kenan Thompson or Kenan Rockmore outfit. It might be because I, I watched this episode like three times, but I, I think I'm like used to it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we've been watching oh, so many Kenan and Kel episodes. It's hard. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 90s. just the visual language of the show. If it was like animation, I'd be like, oh, is that? Yeah, animation style. Yeah, exactly. Yep, they, they come out and uh, immediately we are presented with the problem of the episode, which is uh, Kel's uh, all sneezy. Kel sneezes and then he blows his nose and then he coughs. <laughs> and finally he requests mouthwash, <laughs> which... <laughs> Have you ever, has mouthwash ever, like, soothed your cold symptoms? Um, no, but I think I could understand it a little bit. You know how, like, your vo- your throat gets all scratchy when you start coughing a lot? Mm-hmm. Well, the, the mouthwash, I mean, I guess I guess it could kind of, like, with the alcohol in it, it could kind of kill the uh, some of the bacteria in the back of your throat. But <laughs> that's, like, quite the, that's quite the, uh, like, fringe kind of... I don't know. Cold treatment. Pseudoscience is what you're saying when it comes to. I mean, I mean, yeah, like it could work, but he definitely read it on some like strange, you know, some website that's not like accredited. In a chain email on. Yeah. (laughs) Like five, five hacks for getting rid of your cold faster. It's a, it's a funny prop gag because he asked Keenan for it, who happens to have some. Then he asks for cool mints, which Keenan also has. Yeah, yeah. Keenan reaches into his, like, bottomless pockets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe that's not just he has it on his person. He's just got everything on his person with that it's, outfit. It's very possible. It was like Kel's backpack um, in the, uh, the the doing it the Hemingway episode, right? Yeah, yeah. I got a lot of, I got some Hemingway episode uh, vibes with all like kind of lists of weird stuff in this one. Yep, definitely. Yeah, that definitely like that episode set the precedent for <laughs> for like <laughs> the the listing uh, phenomenon we find in this show. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> but anyways, um, Ke- Keenan tells Kel like it's gonna be okay because we have some good things coming up in this television program. Mm-hmm. And we get right into them. So we open up at Rigby's, as always. As we often do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's one of two places where we open. It's usually, usually Rigby's. Rockmore's Rigby's. Yeah, so yes, Rigby's. And uh, Keenan has a new activity that he's doing to pass the time. Yeah, so Kel rushes in holding a cantaloupe. And Keenan asks for the cantaloupe, and he taps it a few times to, you know, make sure it's, it's uh, a good cantaloupe. Um, adequate for what's about to happen, um, and then Keenan gets his drill, and he drills three holes in the cantaloupe, which he then sticks his fingers into, and he bowls with the <laughs> pins being soda bottles. And uh, that looked like a <laughs> he got a strike, of course. Of course, I wonder how many takes it took. <laughs> yeah, uh, not not none. <laughs> Not not none. No. Um what I really love about about it is he has good form, you know, like his back leg comes up and and he's like, you know, hot. He seemed like it's a little powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before he puts Looks his like he in. really had, you know, they got the whole alley like open and yeah, it was good. It's a a good gag when it comes to the rugby openers. Yeah, definitely. The second one with a cantaloupe. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you remember the pilot. Uh Kel, who's now in the store, starts uh coughing and sneezing. And Chris comes out as uh, responsible shop owners should nowadays. Absolutely. Uh, just um, angrily spraying disinfectant everywhere. Yeah. He yells, who sneezed? And then they ask him, like, Chris, what's the big deal? He says, germs. Germs are my problem. And he uh, and he pretty much sprays down everything with the disinfectant, including Kel. Yeah, just right in Kel's face. Uh, Kel proceeds to sneeze in, in Chris's face, which he sprays himself down, and yeah, no, he was very he he, he has a, a tirade about how uh, you know no one wants to shop in a place where there's germs and it's unclean and stuff like that. I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm- and and right after right after Kel coughs in his face, he sprays him and he chases him out of the store and he says, "Get away from me! Get away from where I am!" 
<laughs> I just thought that was <laughs> such a good Chris line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, uh, he then proceeds to inspect the Keenan's game of bowling, and he said, says a, a line I love, who impaled my melon? <laughs> it's, it's so... Um, yeah, it's so Nickelodeon. You know, we're starting to get a lot of these, like, you're holding my liver, and and who impaled my <laughs> oh, melon? Yeah. You know, it, it's the same kind of, like, funny word that is is very accurate in the moment, but it, it's just kind of a, it's kind of goofy. Yeah, I think this is a good, uh, a good Chris scene. <laughs> like, sometimes, it's season one, sometimes he's not right, but this one... I, they picked a lane for him. He's like, oh, germaphobe, got it. And he just goes all out. Yeah, good character development, too. Because, it, I mean, germaphobes, you know, well, I guess we can't say this nowadays, but <laughs> germaphobes used to have a very certain, like, like uh, persona, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, you could tell somebody, you could tell a lot about somebody when they used hand sanitizer after everything. Um, fear was like the name of you know fear was definitely present in their lives but now of course everybody uses hand sanitizer all the time absolutely yeah uh did you love this transition oh i did uh there were really good transitions this episode do you want to yeah tell people what this one was uh this one was uh, a bowling transition yes i love the cantaloupe Excellent. Um, so then we head over to the Rockmore kitchen where Kyra is making dinner. <laughs> and I, I love the reasoning behind it. Their their mom comes in and like is upset to see the you know this six nine 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 year old girl yeah uh, cooking up dinner and Keenan's just on the couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think Kyra says something like, Keenan told me to make myself useful. Um, and, and Keenan's over there just slouched down. And then uh, yeah, his mom walks over and says, Keenan, why don't, isn't it about time for you to make yourself useful? And then, yes, he is. He is. He's making sure the TV's good. And, and they keep it going, too, because their dad then comes home and says, uh, and yeah, Keenan. Asking why Kyra is cooking, and Keenan shouts from the couch as he tries and fails to reach the remote. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And, uh, and then, yeah, and then he asks his dad for the remote. Perfect, perfect Keenan scene. Alright, sit down for dinner. I also noted that there's no wall between the the kitchen i think they got rid of that a couple episodes ago right yeah sometimes they have it sometimes they don't you know it's uh it's very fluid house they can they can change it around you know if they have they can't decide Uh, so uh, what did kyra cook up for dinner macaroni and cheese yes in a giant stock pot that looks Mm -hmm. like a uh at least 12 quart stock pot (laughs) and uh she ladles out like (laughs) like clearly like like props of like a macaroni balls that are like you know uh i'm gonna say yeah mustard yellow yes um they are clumps of it doesn't look like macaroni no not not they at look all neon honestly and then um kyra reveals that she ran out of cheese and keenan of course so is you- concerned because you know cheese is a very <laughs> essential element to macaroni and cheese um so we find out that she replaced the cheese with pork fat. And to make it yellow, she used mustard. <laughs> That's our first of, of several weird food combos. Yeah, definitely a, a weird... A, does that sound good to you? Um, no. The pork fat, I mean, I mean, like, bacon is pork fat. Sure. But, but not, like, with <laughs> pasta in a ball. <laughs> yeah, the, if there was, like, another ingredient involved here... If like she was like pork fat and like a little pork loin maybe dice that up mix that in right yeah not just like a giant a giant pot of macaroni balls noodles and a fat bad combo yeah yeah Kel arrives in ta- uh, in the house because his parents uh, didn't want him sitting at their house getting everyone sick yes and of course Mr Rockmore is is not happy that Kel is there. But Mrs. Rockmore, you know, she doesn't want him going out on the street. It's snowing outside, of course. Um, and uh, and then Kel proceeds to sneeze all over the Rockmore's dinner. 
<laughs> just snoozes right on it. <laughs> just hit everyone's face. I what I really like uh, is that we we learn a little bit more about uh, Mr. Rockmore now in this whole episode, but especially this scene. Oh yeah, he oh is yeah. A, an air traffic controller. Yes. Sorry, I. Uh, it's been a while since we recorded. We're we're still getting our mojo back. <laughs> <laughs> I, it yeah. seems like you wanted me to say that. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> um, anyways, uh, that's fine. Yes, Roger is an air traffic controller. He lands airplanes at the airport which you know i've been to chicago so chicago o'hare airport oh maybe he landed your plane and maybe he did <laughs> maybe he did we'll get back to the plane landing in a couple minutes yeah. well I, I on my third watch i, I, I didn't catch it on my first two but on the third watch i realized that is mr rockboard's name roger a, a like a pun on the fact that he's an air traffic controller y- you know yes <laughs> I think it has to be. Yeah. L- later when the plane was talking to him, they were like, uh, Roger, over and out. And like, like uh, Roger, Roger, they might as well have said. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Roger, Roger. Um, what I'm noticing right now is in the kitchen, there's a clock on the wall. And it says it's about 5.50, which is, no, 6.50, sorry, which is fairly accurate for, uh, you know, dinner time. Anyways, um, attention to detail is, is there, people. Okay. Attention to detail is there. Oh yeah, that's that's awesome. I love it when they keep that true. Yeah, great. It's 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 honest. Yeah. That said, I don't know if it was snowing in any other scenes this episode. Um, no, and no, not really. No. Hey, snow sometimes <laughs> pops up later around dinner time. It, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, maybe the cold the cold weather is probably why Kel got a cold, and it's also a pun on the uh, the coldness of. You know, having a cold, being cold. Anyways. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. This episode has more layers than I thought. Oh, it's it's deep. This goes deep. It's got all the layers of a, a Cairo mac and cheese. <laughs> yes. All right. So that I think that's it for that scene. And then we jump to the infamous Keenan Rockmore bedroom. Which is just full of everything. Everything. Drawers open. Socks hanging out. Uh, and Cal is sleeping next to him on the floor, uh, of course, with his baseball hat on. Yep, and uh, just snoring bad, <laughs> real, real bad wheezing and stuff. Yeah, he's uh, he's motor snoring. He's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Keenan wakes up and they he confronts him about it and discovers that he's still eating Kyra's mac and cheese meal <laughs> because he loves it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he brought a plate up. Very, very interesting midnight snack. But um, Keenan then is is dead set on getting Kel better because he does not want his sleep to be interrupted. So <laughs> what he does a little, <laughs> little selfish of him because like you know Kel was hopping and bouncing all around the past two like scenes, just getting everyone that he touched sick, as we learn. Yes. <laughs> but but as soon as Keenan's like slightly inconvenienced by his sleep, he's like, "All right, I'm putting into this." So yes, exactly. But Keenan, as we know, is an action taker. So they march downstairs to the kitchen, turn on the lights, and da 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 da. This is the best part of the episode, of course. Yes, when uh, Keenan creates a uh, uh, a medicine for Kel out of whatever's in the kitchen. And when Kel questions Keenan, he says, but your mom already gave me um, cough medicine. And he lists a couple. And Keenan says... Oh, hang on. We have to zoom in on this. He lists um, phlegm away, <laughs> throat lube, and something I think that's called, like, shayu flesh. Oh, my goodness. Like, I, I have no idea what he's saying. Yeah, it's one of those, like, Kel mumbles. Um, yes, uh, phlegm away is definitely... Definitely a good one there. I don't know about throat lube. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just let's just keep going there. Um, <laughs> that might be that might be why he liked the mac and cheese because it just like slid right down. It's po- very possible, very possible. The mac and cheese did not look good. All right. So what's Keenan up to? So Keenan is just grabbing stuff out of the out of the cupboards and the the fridge, and he is dead set on like again like I said on making Cal a medicine that works for him. He, I think he starts with some good reasoning, right? 
Yes. Oh, great reasoning. Yeah. So um, he pulls out chicken uh, because, you know, chicken, chicken soup, you know, that's that's what you give sick people. So chicken must have some healing properties, um, except this is fried chicken. But Keenan doesn't think that's going to matter. So he puts the fried chicken in the food processor, turns it on uh, for a couple seconds, and now he has a fried chicken puree. <laughs> Mess, I think is the word. With the, yeah, the bones are still in it, and yeah, yeah, it's a it's a big mess. It's a big, it's nice and brown. Um, and then the, the reasoning is is still good. Like he continues <laughs> solid reasoning. So he puts in some cough drops. You know that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. When you're coughing, and, take two cough drops. Totally. Um, next ingredient is eggs, because eggs are the children of the chicken. Um, raw eggs, mind you. Um, and now this with shells, th- with shells. Yeah. This is where the, uh, the reasoning kind of takes a detour. <laughs> um, he adds sardines because, you know, he's never seen a sardine with a cold. Yep. So yep. Flawless. <laughs> and then he stops giving reasons. He's just deteriorated into just putting everything in the cupboard, including everything, uh, hot sauce, pickles, mustard lebanese mustard that is and marshmallows <laughs> and uh and of course orange soda yes because kale loves orange soda and then it, instead of orange juice so ends with a little bit more reasoning but i i think there are zero ingredients in common between orange soda and orange juice yeah yeah um zero for sure um just the color you uh you've you've been known to make some uh, weird breakfast meals. Oh, that's <laughs> some different that's combos and definitely. Oh, sure. Uh, do you think that there's any? Um, we we know the reasoning, but do you think that this combo of food is good for a cold? Um. Okay. So, like, you know, from a medicinal standpoint, um, he he is he is like touching on a lot of good stuff. You know, like, um, uh, the eggs have a, have digestive enzymes in them. Like that that's good for for breaking down. Like, I don't know. Uh, cold particles. Um, sardines have fish oils. Fish oil is really important uh, to, to decrease inflammation. Um, hot sauce, I don't really know. Marshmallows, definitely not. Um, <laughs> uh, Lebanese mustard, probably some mustard healing properties, but uh, but no, no. In, in short, <laughs> no. there's there is no no there, no. Um, but what I do love is, is when Keenan mixes it up. Um, it, the lid isn't on tight, so it goes everywhere. So. <laughs> it just runs off the counter. Um, it, it's a, it's awful. <laughs> it just is hard to watch. It's a, gr- it's a great climax to the scene. Just this, this huge mess that he's made is just exploding everywhere. Yes, uh, yeah. Um, it, it's almost hard to watch. Like I said, but anyways, then he, he, uh, hand, he, he pours a cup, a glass of it. He hands it to Kel, um, and then Kel takes it reluctantly. And drinks it. Yeah. And can you believe that Kel actually drank that? Oh, my gosh. It, uh, it, it was it... like it was like they didn't change shots at all, and he drank the <laughs> yeah. actual cup that Keenan handed him. Uh-huh. He hands it to him, and he drinks it. It's so much more orangey, and he loves it. Yeah, it was, def- it was definitely like a uh, – um, th- what he drank was actually – it had to be like an orange creamsicle like milkshake. You know, like that's yeah. what it looked like. It looked like a it looked like an orange milkshake. Uh, I, I don't I don't blame them because to replicate that color exactly is really hard. I imagine. Oh yeah. Oh, that's that's gotta. They probably spent like a good hour, you know, finding <laughs> the right the right color. Um, and yeah, they just settle on like cartoony orange. Yeah, I mean that that is that is the show though. That's Nickelodeon for you, cartoony orange. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, Kel burps a little bit after he drinks it, and he says it tastes like chicken. I think you have that backwards. Tastes oh. like chicken burps. <laughs> that's the, no, that's okay, the, okay, okay. I apologize. It, I apologize to all the listeners. Um, I will, I will do better next time. That's uh, all I yeah. can say. Uh, I'll expect your resignation before next episode. Yeah, we'll have to get another Aaron on this podcast. <laughs> oh no, I've rid myself to a corner. <laughs> <laughs> How many errands do you know that like Keenan and Cal? Huh. Um, well, it seems like seems like the medicine worked. 
yeah, first thing in the morning, Kel is watching uh, what I believe is like G- Gene Simmons or Gene Simmons parody. You know who he is? Um, yes, like the eighties, nineties workout. Yeah, the short, wiry '80s guy. Yeah, workout guru. Yeah, so he's watching a VHS tape of somebody working out, and he's wearing um, <laughs> a very patriotic outfit. Yeah, before you describe it, I want to say that this is the outfit that I picture you wearing and working out in. Um, yeah, absolutely. It looks like he—he's—he literally has like Rocky Balboa's shorts in in Rocky Four, like like that's yeah. what that's. I actually don't know if that's. That's not what Rocky's shorts look like, but half of them. Um, it's the American flag shorts and then like a, a tank top. <laughs> and a backwards American flag colored hat. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's just he's having the time of his life. He is enjoying himself early in the morning, probably waking everybody up. <laughs> and working on his buttocks. He's working on his buttocks, yes. With the, He uses a nice little hip thrust to demonstrate, um, which the audience loves. The audience loves that. He kind of just, yeah. And, and uh, we're really in your uh, wheelhouse this this episode. How are his exercise <laughs> forms? Um, you know what? Uh, he Early in the morning, just moving around is the best thing you can do. You know, just get your blood flowing. doesn't have to have a perfect form to it or anything. But, uh, yeah, but yeah I, I, think, I think he's doing good. Probably getting his heart racing a little bit. Yeah, good call. See a little perspiration. Yeah, props to him. So Keenan comes down and is, uh, yeah, amazed that his his cold has gone away, and happily discovers that he has has cured the common cold. Yes, which um, which nobody in history has ever done. Yes, that, that's a. Uh, I I really like the that premise for this episode. <laughs> now that we're finally there and it's revealed, just uh, I, I think. I, Sometimes you see a lot of sick day episodes and stuff like that, so it's really, uh, it's a good twist on it. Yeah, it's a good twist. Um, Keenan is excited because now he might win a Nobel Prize, um, but he doesn't know what that is really. And anyways, <laughs> all he sees is as soon as he 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 has this you know inclination that he cured Kel and the common cold, all he sees is money and fame and recognition. And awards, and you know all the classic things. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> out of his like original selfishness to get Kel to bed, has now evolved into his usual kind of greed and hunger for, <laughs> for fame and fortune. That is pretty much how it works with Keenan. <laughs> yeah, but I do. There is this one moment, like right, you know, um, Keenan says, like, do you know, Kel? Do you know what this means? And then Kel, like. I forget how it happened, but he, he basically gives him a hug and says, like... He says, oh, I've been waiting for this. I love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gives him a hug. No, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that. I love that moment. So tender. Yeah, so uh, they discuss the ingredients, uh, realizing that, oh, Cal uh, <laughs> drank every, th- every last drop of the past one. And they forgot the recipe because they didn't write it down. Um, and it was late at night, so they don't remember everything they threw in. So, which, to which Keenan replies, Why? <laughs> the first Where? of two whys in this episode, and we'll get to the second one later. Yes. Very important second one. We're at five total whys this whole, this whole show. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm keeping track. Uh, so, yes, th- then they uh, go through a perilous <laughs> attempt to try and recreate the recipe. Just absolutely destroying everything in the kitchen. There is food and packages and wrappers and bottles and cans and jars all over the kitchen. I am, I am blown away that they had that much food like in the cupboards. Because there, there's like a cake. There's like mushrooms and and cans of fish and potatoes. Like they have, they have all kinds of food. Um, anyways, yeah. I, I, I was, I was just. Uh, a dirty kitchen makes me very upset, and and that that's the scene is like oh. a big big trigger for me. <laughs> yeah, so maybe not your episode after all. <laughs> well, no, it, cardinal rules it, in a way. In a way, it is. Uh, so yes, uh, they kind of <laughs> Cal remembers some ingredients, but after trying so much, he's like, uh, "No, yeah, you got it right. This is it." Yep. Uh, to which Keenan celebrates. Keenan, Keenan is very happy. 
Kel says, uh, you're going to win that motel prize after all. <laughs> oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that. That's a really funny. Uh, yeah, it, that's one of the, when you watch it three times, you catch every, right. all the little things that. Right, exactly. Um, that's funny. Yeah, as I'm looking at it now, um, I, I, I just see multiple loaves of bread and um, coupons mag- like on magnets that are on the fridge. So, so yeah, I, that's a great catch, though. The motel prize. I love that. Uh, Keenan's dad shows up, and he's got a couple symptoms. Do you know what those are? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I wrote them down. Um, his headaches, uh, his, his throat is in knots. No, I didn't write this down. My handwriting is getting worse. <laughs> I know the third one is. I know the third uh, one. Yeah, well, his nose is full of goo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, his throat hurts. No, okay, his throat hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that's well. That's a better line. Yeah. My throat's in knots. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> line. Why didn't they use that? That's a great way to describe it when you have the, like a sore throat. Oh yeah. Yeah, you feel like yeah, you're all tied up and you're okay. Um, anyways, before he heads off to work, um, at the airport, he suggests that Kel should look into moving to Australia because he is sick yeah. and tired of him. <laughs> Keenan says, uh, I've got good news. Kel's moving to Australia. <laughs> <It's> really? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's a good bit. And the transition after this scene. Yeah. Yeah. What well, I got the other, the transitions after this. What was this one again? It was the globe. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it zooms in on Australia. Yeah, they they nailed the transitions. I really hope the transitions keep up and, and keep staying this good. Oh, I, I think they go crazier than this. It's weird. Season one, sometimes I'll watch a whole episode and I like not not note any of them. Yeah, <laughs> but other times, yeah, they're good. I really think they like they realized it's like a great opportunity to add that extra like flair to uh, to the show. Add that yeah, a good little joke, a little, little whimsy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, we transition to the TV room, which is, you know, Keenan and Kel's a famed skit spot right in front of the couch. <laughs> yeah. uh, sk- skits on the couch. Yeah, it, it's classic. What are they, de- what are they debating this time? Uh, that karate is better than kung fu. <laughs> yes, and they demonstrate, uh, like, both powers. <laughs> um, is it uh, Kel that rips Keenan's heart out? Yes, and then he holds it. <laughs> And, and, and he holds the heart out in, in front of him, and, and he like mm. pulses it, like throbs it. It's uh, it's yeah. a really, really good bit. And then, he, or the phone rings, and then <laughs> Keenan says, "Like, oh, can I have that back?" <laughs> and, and he puts it back in. Yeah. Puts the heart back in. Chris calls. Um, Chris is sick, uh, very noticeably, and he calls Keenan into work. Keenan wasn't supposed to work because it's Saturday, and uh, he says he'll be there in thirty minutes. And he rushes over to the fridge and pulls out, ah, time to cure another cold. Precisely. Um, and with his serum. With, yeah, with his secret sauce. Um, and <laughs> Yeah, wait a second. You remember that from Good Burger? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very very similar vibe to what's going on in this episode now that I remember, think about it. Remember that, because I have another <laughs> Keenan Thompson role that comes up again at the end of this episode. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. Okay, and uh, and then the transition to Rigby's is a giant nose that pops up on the screen and <laughs> sniffs, which uh, which having a large nose myself, I appreciate that. I appreciate getting some 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 clout, <laughs> getting some work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that that uh, you know the big noses are finally getting some um, some uh, credit. Anyways, um, at Rigby's. Our favorite customer is trying to buy a carton of juice. Um, Ethel, I believe is her name. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, she's trying to buy a carton of juice, which Chris immediately says, oh, great, juice, and drinks it in front of her and coughs her out of the store. Yeah. Which is a little little hypocritical of Chris, who yesterday, (laughs) like, uh, like, I don't want anyone's sickness to turn away my customers yet he does exactly that let's just let's just take a moment to to relate this to the world we live in now if 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 this happened a store owner coughed (laughs) like without even without even trying to hold back without wearing a mask in an elderly person's face you know that is a crime (laughs) against humanity like he could go to prison (laughs) 
Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, also in vibe with the current, you know, situation, it's like uh, he was adamant with his disinfecting of the space. Like he was all over it, but he still caught he, like he wasn't good enough to, to prevent Kel's sickness from catching it. Yeah, he also also there was no talk about um, uh, bolstering his immune system before he got sick. There was no talk about vitamin D or or getting you know enough or enough cardiovascular activity. Um, he wanted he wanted orange juice afterwards, but beforehand, like maybe he could have prevented all this. Yeah, it's like it's like these people who lived in 1996 didn't know anything <laughs> about viral protection. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, they show up and um, what. what why does Chris say the word malarkey? Because Keenan's like, we have a cure for the common cold. Uh, here, try this. It works. And he says, oh, malarkey. Uh, we don't know what malarkey means. <laughs> um, and then uh, the Chris basically calls them clowns for thinking that they came up with the cure for the common cold. Yes. <laughs> and... As uh, Keenan's like, no, we're serious. You see Cal off to the side, juggling apples. <laughs> yes, yes. While he's only juggling two apples, it is uh, very, like, yeah, apropos for this moment. Well, maybe he's, like, doing that for a year, and then he can juggle three of them. That, like our dad says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whenever, um, like, so our, our dad can juggle. And whenever we ask him to show us that a juggle, he tells us to juggle two of whatever two balls or apples or whatever and then uh do that for one year and, and then come back to him for, for to learn how to juggle the third ball which is just ridiculous it, it's, it's uh, a, every time a calendar he, year he says it every time it's like what how much how many hours a day do i need to practice two yeah right is it once a month uh, is it you know is it two hours a month like what's the protocol Every day, wake Every, up. Yeah, uh, do do, my, uh, do that cow workout routine and juggle some stuff. My my number one priority in life is learning how to juggle. <laughs> it will be on the top of the list. Uh, but yeah, the great part of this, about the scene also um, ties back to that moment from the Tainted of the Screw episode, where we learned that Cal's got a cousin in the circus. Oh yeah. Yeah, so that must be where he learned juggling from. Or, um, you know, he went to the circus because apparently you can just get circus tickets from boxes of cereal. <laughs> very, very, yeah, right. yeah very important uh, in the days of 1996. That's a lot of circus call-outs that I'm now realizing. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> very strange. I feel like they're going to go back to that well a lot. I, I hope they don't. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, have you ever been to a circus? Have you ever been to like a real circus with like elephants and yeah. stuff? Do, do you remember when they used to sit that one up in the park? No. Or were you like way too young back then? Oh yeah, they would yeah spin plates, have certain animals show show up, sell you know, peanuts. My, I don't have a good memory of my childhood. I think because I didn't get enough sleep in high school. I'd get like six hours of sleep a night in high school and wake up and drink coffee um so like i don't think any of my like long-term memories really consolidated um which but but when i think of that i think of like a dream i had about disney world <laughs> like, that's that's how clear my memories are yeah uh no but that we we've as a family i've attended uh circus in town but you know they don't do that stuff anymore yeah. Not really nice to the animals. Let's get back. So, anyways, Chris starts yawning. Um, after drinking the uh, formula. After drinking the formula. <laughs> I, and... You missed the steps again. He, he drinks it. He says it tastes like chicken and burps. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm way off with this, <laughs> the whole process of this, how this works. <laughs> well, that's how you know it's the exact same one. And they're like, yeah, we did it. But then, yeah, Chris starts yawning, gets real sleepy. Um, yeah, and he starts talking about the uh, the llama llama loopers, and uh, and he start and he basically uh, passes out on the counter and knocks over a bunch of stuff, and he almost knocks over um, the glass jar next to the cash register that has like um, gumballs in it, but Kel catches it like very oh, wow. very very uh, smoothly. 
his, his juggling reflexes are paying off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I noticed it right away. I'm like, wow, he caught that, and it didn't even. It wasn't even a big deal. That's real cool. Good, nice job, Kel good, Mitchell. Good, good, good catch, Kel, and good catch, Aaron. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so yes, um, they. He is asleep on the, on the counter, and Keaton starts berating Kel. They argue about Chris, and he shouts a great line. You changed the formula. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like he's mad at Kel. Like Kel did something for his bad science. Like yeah, like Kel did something wrong. Um and it's not long until they realize that Keenan's dad is landing airplanes and he they gave him some of the of the serum. They did. So, yeah, uh, they uh Keenan uses Chris as an example. Do you want would you want this man landing your airplane? Yeah, he like grabs him by the hair and it shows him his face and he's just passed out. And so they they leave Rigby's to go to the airport, just leaving a passed out Chris on the counter. No one, no one there. If somebody wanted to rob that store, that would have been the easiest. Like, yeah, okay. Um, anyways, the transition, another great, great transition. Um, oh, yeah. As we enter the final scene of the episode, it is an airplane flying across the screen that changes the screen. It's it's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, so we go with this, this really neat set of the little air traffic controller space. It is nice. Yeah, it, it's yeah. yeah, it's very nice. All the control panels and, like, the night sky in the back or backgrounds i guess yeah it looks like um it looks like the runway almost um or mm. or like these these lights um for the airport yeah perhaps a little angled it's definitely it's a good mood in there uh <laughs> yes uh so uh roger is there and Keenan and Kel burst into the scene uh to make sure that he doesn't drink it but he already drank it and he's feel fu- he feels fine he feels fine um i'm a little confused because it's dark out and he left for work in the morning, <laughs> and he, that concoction was sitting in his bag like all day, and he drank it right before they got there. Yeah, I, I, I'm starting to piece together the timeline here, and I, it, it's not making sense to me. Um, well, I mean, okay, we'll give the benefit of the doubt, right? So it's it's it was snowing, which means it's winter, which means daylight savings time, which means it gets dark at five o'clock. So. It's not that far-fetched, but it looks like it's midnight. Yeah, that also starts to make sense that um, that Chris, who uh, calls Keenan for work, would probably call him in for work like after school. Like, that's normally when he works, if he doesn't work on a Saturday normally. So, it's, hey, uh, I've been sick all day. Help me out in this evening. We'll not try, we won't try to go too far further into the logic of the time frame of <laughs> no, this episode, because that's not it's, what's it's important. It's not important. No, yeah. but... um. Yeah, yeah. Um, long story short, he drank it, and he seems to be doing fine. Uh, until he doesn't do fine anymore, and uh, he makes a really great, like, wide-eyed face. Yeah, you know, you know the and... face you're trying to make, like, when you're sitting in class and you're falling asleep, and you're trying to just, like, open your eyes really wide? You're, you're nodding off, and you're trying to make your... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, uh... inevitable. You, 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 are, mm-hmm. you are going to fall asleep, like, without a doubt. Yeah, so that's it. And he does. He passes out, and they, uh, Keenan and Kel, look at each other and yell, start panicking. And uh, yeah, this is the glorious climax of the episode where they have to now deal with the consequences of their actions. Yeah, so so um, a plane is trying to land, and they call in to Roger, um, and uh, and he's not there. And the other. Um, what what do you call it? Uh, air traffic controller had previously yes. gone to go get a burrito, um, and so they were in there by themselves. I don't know how they ended up there. Um, maybe pre nine eleven days, you know, you could just kind of walk around an airport. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, and you know, he could just say like, "Yeah, my dad works here. I need to see him about something real fast at the you know downstairs." Right, right, right. Like you said, pre nine eleven, that'll work out just fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so they're trying. They try to like move him, and they yell out, "That's a heavy man!" Um, <laughs> As he's crushing Kel, and then uh, Keenan tells Kel to go get some water, and Kel says, "Oh, good idea!" So he goes and he gets a little paper cup, fills it with water, comes over, and he he drinks it on his way over. <laughs> and, then, and he goes, "Ha!" Ah. Yeah, and Keenan slaps the cup out of his hand. Um, 
not for you. <laughs> I think that's my favorite, like, I, that's my favorite moment of the episode because yeah, just it's good. The physical comedy was like the slap is so hard. Yeah, and he just like it flies across the room as he hits and he it. does that Keenan face where he's like trying to be mad, but he he's still such a young actor and he's smiling the whole time. Yeah, he's just shout. He's very. He, uh, I guess his angry is loud. Yeah. So not for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, that's <laughs> and then he grabs the cup. Forgive me, father. Covers his eyes, <laughs> throws in his face. It does nothing. <laughs> it was really funny, <laughs> really funny moment. Yeah. So he basically um, the 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 people trying to land the plane are really getting close, and they're like, "Hey, we need you guys. We we need whoever's there to let, help us land." And, uh, and so they get on the headsets. Yeah. Uh, after some more exchanges, and they. Embrace the inevitable. Cal's like slapping Keenan's dad's face. Oh yeah. Like, when Keenan gets on the radio, he says, "Can will you wait a minute?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, they're using binoculars to try and see the plane. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, because they don't know where the radar is. And what did they ultimately say to the plane? <laughs> Stop my sleeping daddy was one of the lines, and um, you don't know. <laughs> Uh, you don't know how to how to tell an airplane to land. You know, like they're very, very much like just confused. They're running in circles. They have no idea what to do. When we ro- watch this with Rachel, she's like, "Oh my gosh, my my anxiety is through the roof right now," which is is about just about right. <laughs> yeah, Rachel doesn't like watching Keenan Cal with us because it's a, it stresses her out, is what she says. <laughs> yep, I I could couldn't agree more. Um, it was very very stressful. Anyways, um. Kel tells them the the two pilots to jump <laughs> because yep. they don't know what to do, and uh, and, and the one pilot's like, "Okay, you heard him." <laughs> He's like, the, "The other guy's like, what are you gonna, you're gonna jump out of the plane?" He's like, "Yeah, I got tickets to the Bulls game. To, I have to be in Chicago tonight." <laughs> um, and so he he I really like the pilots. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're just they're they're really funny. They just don't care. They're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, you, you you said what he, you heard what he said. He said jump, so that's what I'm doing. And the other guy says, I'm going to Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Keenan <laughs> Kel tells him to go to Nebraska or Keenan or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, the guy, um, the 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 episode ends with um, the guy's legs dangling from the window uh, because he parachuted out of the plane. And Keenan's dad wakes up and is furious. Um, and yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah, Keenan's dad shouts, "Why?" Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and and where'd the plane go? <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> oh, and that that's the end of the episode. Um, I want to point something out here. No, this is the first time Keenan Thompson plays a role where he is asked or tasked with landing a plane. There is another role that Keenan Thompson plays where he's tasked oh. with landing a plane. <laughs> and it is in Snakes on a Plane with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, it's from 2006. That is Samuel I, L. Jackson, I forgot right? about that. Right? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, okay, yeah. and, and He says he, the line about the, the snakes, right? <laughs> yeah. I am tired <laughs> yeah. of these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday <laughs> plane. Um, of course. Uh, yeah. The TV version, as it appears on cable, yeah, 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 and uh, and Keenan Thompson, um, <laughs> that time, successfully landed a plane because, of course, he had so much practice from his Keenan and Kel days, but also his video game playing days. Um, anyways, <laughs> I just wanted to draw that parallel because I think uh, no, that's a yeah, great call. I, I don't know how many actors have landed multiple planes, or been in the situation where they could have. Yeah, so the other thing that I think is worth noting here is that um, Kel, uh, if they had taken Kel's advice, like, that would have been a tragedy. (laughs) 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 Both people, both pilots jumped out of the plane and the plane crashed. Are you kidding me? I I am very, I was thinking the same thing. Like, aren't there passengers on the plane? Oh, no. Oh. I imagine it was a small, like, maybe cargo or, like, it was just them. 
Uh, but I would yeah, hope that, uh, because only, one of them jumped when they got the the order to jump, and one of them kept flying the plane. So not everyone on the plane jumped. Right. If that makes sense. Right. 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 Yeah. But um, yeah, the stakes the stakes were raised for sure. Like the stakes of this episode, it's like if they were flying a real like a plane with people, you know that that's like you know, hundred fifty lives in, in their hands. <laughs> Yeah, th- these are the hot, the biggest stakes yet. I think so. Another thing I want to talk about real quick here is so so Keenan's uh okay for the uh, after the episode the they're back on stage and Keenan uh, b- proudly is like who cares about the common cold uh, cure this thing will knock you out right away <laughs> so <laughs> Keenan's knockout juice is what he's branding it as. <laughs> Which I, I think there's a real good value in that, like you know, versus insomnia. People take like you know, Nyquil and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah. He was ahead of that for sure. The other thing I want to talk about is so, from the what the context of the episode and what we understand, Kel drank this juice, uh, and he was cured the next day. But you know, similar ingredients, and if you recreated that, you would still struggle with it. I don't think you'd have the same effect, of course. Right. Uh, however, there's some other ingredients going on in Kel right now. Because if you recall, he had a lot of macaroni, pork fat, and mustard. Oh, do we have a conspiracy theory a brewing? Uh, well, that, not to mention the three medicines that his uh, Keenan's mother gave him. Aha. So here... So we- perhaps... That combo of food, yes. plus that medicine, plus the pork fat and right, mustard, right. is those are the missing ingredients. I have a great idea. So um, I, I'm actually going to I'm in this program and I'm going to be a science teacher for two years at a Catholic high school in Philadelphia. That's like that's going to be my job, right? So I am going to show them this episode when we talk about the scientific method, because th- there are so many variables happening. It's a great it's a great point because you really got to dig deep in this episode to see like to see what's going on but yeah there's there's multiple variables. Um so at on on the surface it looks like Keena did like kind of cure the common cold. But really like if we're being honest, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Correct. It could have been Kyra. <laughs> yeah, Kyra could be a have a credit in that on the Nobel prize. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, on the biggest problem with the Nobel prizes, by the way, is, uh, usually one person gets them when that's just the person who's directing the team of scientists to do, who's doing the work. Oh, that's no fun. That's like when a director gets all the credit it's for a movie. exactly like that. Exactly. Yeah. So that is, um. It's a team effort here. It's a team effort. Yeah. It's a team effort. So, um, that anyway, side note on the Nobel prize. Um, <laughs> sure. that's, that's the episode though. Yeah. Uh, uh, wrap it up with our usual stuff. I, I would like to ask you whose fault do you think it is this week? Uh, Keenan's or Kel's? Keenan, without a doubt. That it was his, uh, pride and ambition <laughs> that led to this problem. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can blame Kel's foolishness for like, you know, not knowing how to act when he's sick because clearly nobody told him. Um, I, I do think it's Keenan's fault because he didn't remember the recipe. Yeah. And he, he blamed Kel and like forced him to remember, which kind of put Kel into a tight spot where he had a like kind of lines like, uh, yeah, we got it. Yeah. It, it's, it's all Keenan. All Keenan. I would say a hundred percent Keenan. Kel is just innocent. Yep. Uh, sounds good. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, <laughs> um, just, uh, I'm happy that some other stuff has, has been, uh, Keenan's uh, Kel's cousin in the circus, Tom the Juggle. That's what I connected. Yeah, not very successfully because he's only juggling two. But um, maybe again, maybe he's working. He's got the year, the year of practice. I hope in later seasons we see him juggling more things. Uh, that that would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. Very good. Another note that I want to have here is that hey, uh, we've destroyed more content of Rigby's. An entire melon is added to the table. <laughs> One melon isn't much, but um, it, it, it definitely moves a needle. Yes, um, and uh, Cal has consumed one uh, short bottle of orange soda, not a two-liter okay. at this time. Okay, This might be his, his new minimum of orange soda drink. Right, per episode. Right. Uh, so, yep, uh, that he uh, those meters keep going up. Uh, he will have a full count one day. Definitely. <laughs> uh, so, 
Are you ready to get into ratings of this episode? I'm ready. I I, I thought about this one a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely uh, toying back and forth. But I guess uh, first, let's do some uh, final impressions. What what do you think of the episode as a whole? Um, I thought I thought it was good. I thought there was a lot of layers to it. It was really funny. Uh, we got to see Cal shine. We got to see some character development from Chris and Roger. Um, good family unit here. Good like interactions between the Rockmores and Kel. Um, overall, just like a, a very funny, lighthearted, um, and with you know, funny and lighthearted, coupled with the ambition of Keenan to you know mm-hmm. cure the common cold. Um, yeah. I- a- I yeah. thought everyone was in, like, really good form this episode. I, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, uh, and there's no, not a lot of, I think, the the only dud bit I can think about is, like, you know, the, the couch skit thing, but they're still, you know, they still kind of were learning what they were doing with that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, yeah, no, we're, uh, it, we're definitely, it's in good company. So, uh, The Cold War on IMDb is the... Uh, is ranked 15 on the list of Keenan and Cal episodes. So pretty up there. I think it's a real memorable one. I think so. Uh, yeah, so it's highly rated, uh, and IMDb has it as a 7.9. So uh, out of 10 bottles of orange soda, how many would you give this episode? I would give this one a 9. I liked I liked it a lot. Nine. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah. Because, like, it also tapped into the childhood cre- uh, curiosity and creativity, right? Because... um. Uh, yeah, like, like, I think we've all mixed stuff together at one point, you know, <laughs> as a kid, just to see what would happen. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think overall it was a nine. Yeah, good call. Um, I think this is gonna, I, I was between eight and nine for a, a, a long time. And I, I think I gotta just like split the difference cause I'm still very undecided on it. So I'm going to give an 8.5. That works. That works. That would be, um, yeah. Uh, that would be 17 liters of orange soda, right? <laughs> yes, correct. Not the full 20. Yep, not 20. <laughs> There's multiple levels to this rating scale, people. <laughs> Wait, hang on. That's, that's 17, 18.5. Oh. No. No, because you gave it 8.5, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, so 8. 2 liters. 8 times. Oh, sh- Two. No, you're this right. This is what happens when we do math on the podcast. We can't keep doing that. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. Okay, so, yes, uh, 8.5 out of 9. Great. Uh, awesome episode. That's definitely, I think, in our top list right now of this season. Uh, ha- has so, to be. Has to be, yeah. Now, this is a, a, a pop quiz for you. Uh, what episode is next on Keenan, for Keenan and Kel? Uh, am I allowed to look? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> you said pop quiz. I, um, <laughs> it's a bo- open book one. Oh wait, 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 wait. Um, I I just want to make sure there's oh. no um, there's no hidden. Oh yeah, I I think you found the twist here. The next episode, da 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 da, is episode nine of season one, and it is dial zero for oops. <laughs> well. Uh, I, I'm sorry, but that's the incorrect answer. Oh, no. Uh, there is an episode in season one that comes next that is not listed on Amazon. Oh, no. It's called uh, In the Line of Keenan. Oh, no. So uh, I have a, a YouTube link that I can share with you for the episode. Oh, it's on YouTube. Yes. We'll have to share it with the people, yes. too. Uh, yeah, uh, happily. And I do not know how long it'll be on YouTube, so I've taken liberties and, and pulled it as well. Oh, <laughs> good. It's also on my... It, it So it appears on my DVD list, but for some reason, they IMDb doesn't have the full season. It's missing a couple episodes like this oh, one. Oh, my goodness. This is, this is a must-have episode for all of these <laughs> Keenan and Kel junkies out there. Yeah, so uh, in the line of Keenan involves uh, the 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 duo uh, encountering the president. Oh, and I'll I'll leave it at that. Let's let's raise the stakes. Let's <laughs> yeah, ra- the stakes are getting even higher. Who was the president in 1996? It was right after uh, Bill Clinton. So and there's they do not call him Bill Clinton, but they keep call, referring to him as the president, and it's it's kind of obvious. Fanta- I can't if wait. You know your history. <laughs> uh, so, All right. Uh, yes. I uh, can't wait. Uh, so uh, join us next time when we uh, get, you know, we end the Cold War and enter the political climate of the 90s. Correct. 
coronavirus is is gonna be. Ne- if only they made Kenan and Kel episodes now. You know, nowadays. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, goodbye, everyone. Oh, here it goes. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Kenan and Kel with Adam and Aaron. If you want to stay in touch, send us an email at keenankelpodcast at gmail.com or you can send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash podcast. Our social media accounts are all at Podcast. That's Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Thanks, everybody.